Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the greatest podcast. Oh, hang on a second. I think we should delay this episode of the podcast. It can't really go forward as it is. I mean, I know there's one listener out there in the history of listerdom who is accusing us of something so totally out of character that it isn't possible we ever did that we ought to really lose all sense of focus and just suddenly succumb to the nonsense and delay this week's podcast. What do you think of that? My most brilliant and never delayed co-host, Mr. Everett Farnell. Steve, it's simple. Let them say their piece or not. And let's get on with the podcast. I like it. Yes, no, say whatever you want, don't say whatever you want, but let's get on with what we came here for, which is to record this week's episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. So without further delay, let's get right to it. And of course, as always, we are alluding to, in rather transparent and obvious fashion, the topic of this week's episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, which is this whole brilliant However, even though it's brilliant, it's going to be, of course, overcome. Pure delaying tactic by the Democrat, liberal, whatever you want to call them, who do not want to see anything but a liberal activist, I'm going to make things up out of my butt, Supreme Court justice, and they'll do anything they can to stop any non-liberal flaming off the deep end justice from being on the Supreme Court. So they try the um, Spartacus, we don't have the documents, We don't know every single thing the guy ever said or did. Then they gave him like a thousand written questions, grilled him for three days, which are everything, nothing even comes close to just even getting to the surface of why this guy is not, of course, perfectly fit to be the next Supreme Court justice. And then somebody came up with this brilliant one where Dianne Feinstein or whoever it was has been hiding and secretly keeping this letter in her desk for months from this supposed accusation from someone who has whatever beef to pick with either Kavanaugh in particular or just conservatives in general or whatever it is, and they come out with the old me too, guilty until proven innocent thing, and now we've got to delay and derail the whole thing. And even in 1982. The, 1982, and but no, it's not even, she doesn't even remember what year it is. Could be 82, it, could be 84, could be 80, but I want right, someone right. to investigate. Well, we just some, did investigate, and the investigation held that you don't even know when the heck you're talking about. So there was the investigation already done before it started. But your point is all the conservatives or the pro-conservative Supreme Court justice lose all sense of what they're supposed to be doing and what's going on, that it takes oh, Donald Trump himself to snap them out of their stupidity and say, dude, time to vote. Yeah, it goes right to how, how many times have we as salesmen, and I know this has happened to me back in the day before I really mastered my craft, 
how often do you, you're talking, you're getting rapport, everything's going well, and suddenly you find yourself off in la-la land somewhere talking about golfing or sports or some unrelated topic and you miss the sale because you're trying to make friends with the people. And what Absolutely. Guilty as charged. Even worse in my case, I wasn't even trying to make friends. I was just such a bad salesperson that I don't know about you or what you were selling, but I'm going through a no, a no, a no, a no, a no. So finally, I was so weak that when I got to somebody who I had some rapport and had at least some respect for me and wanted to talk and we got along and this and that and whatever, I just wanted to sit there and enjoy the afternoon and forgot that, gee, on top of all those knows where I really just wanted someone to talk to, I also pretty much needed to pay the rent and put food on the table and I ought to make a sale. And I do remember specifically from what you're talking about exactly that time that I fell so much in love with the rapport that another hour went by past where I easily could have signed a deal already. And like you said, I'm off in la-la land just having a talk until he looks his watch and goes, holy crap, wait a minute, what time it is? Holy crap, I got to go to do X, Y, Z, tie my shoe, whatever he had to do. And I'm like, holy crap, it takes 15 minutes of paperwork and forms. And and he's like, yeah, can you come back some other time? And holy crap. And I'm like, wow, at the very least, I lost the sale for now. And very likely, I got to, of course, since I have to start all over again, I lost the sale forever and give him the opportunity, especially now, if it was nowadays in the age of every bit of information in the history of the world is at your fingertips. He's going to look something up, some alternative, some objection, somebody else. And holy crap, I blew it. And Donald Trump being the now acting as the sales manager in chief says to the Republicans by via of a tweet, Get your ass back focused on what you're doing and put the vote already. Close this deal. Close the deal. Stop talking about, stop getting distracted. And look, I mean, here's the truth. Most salespeople get distracted with objections. They get abstracted with complaints by the customer They or by the prospect. They get distracted with, I mean, just anything happens and the salesperson gets distracted. Right, they get, they go into way too much. I've been guilty of going into way too much detail. Or for instance, discuss, I've, I've been so guilty of this. I discuss one just portion of the deliverable of whatever I'm selling that I really love. And I go into way too much detail detail and I'm enraptured with it where the buyer could care really care less about it but he happened to ask some tangential question about like oh what about this and I'm like oh I got to tell you what they do in this case is so great here's this and that and what this and they've been written up and it's there let me prove and let me show you this and let me and the guy doesn't really care about it and I've gone off in a la la land and maybe even caused him to wonder because he's not listening see that's the thing Everett as you're pointing out while all this distraction is going on and I'm babbling on with an overcoming an objective or explaining something that he doesn't really care about, he's not listening to me. So what is he listening to? He's listening to whatever conversation is going inside his mind, which is likely, maybe I shouldn't buy this. And maybe there's something else. And maybe there's something better. And the whole time where he's been on my cadence and in the structure of the sales call and everything's going well, and now I have allowed it by getting out of the structure to devolve into letting him, his mind, wander into the only place it can wander which is to know. And so Trump understands the same thing because here these Republican senators who have the majority vote, so all they have to do is all the Republicans say yes and the guys on the Supreme Court move on to doing nothing else and doing nothing about something else like the Senate normally does. And they got distracted by their non-constituency, by the Me Too movement, Trump-hating, liberal, anti-conservatives, whatever, that got them all derailed. Well, those people are not their voters so much that I see things coming out from conservatives 
on social media saying, hey, Republicans, if you don't confirm this guy, I'm not coming out to vote for you and you're in trouble in your midterms and you're in your reelection. So suddenly, wait a minute, Trump is like, wake up. Not only are you not sealing this deal, but you're even ignoring your constituency so much that they are now going to despise you while you're trying to please all the people that are not your constituency, which is another mistake salespeople make. And I want to go into a story that is a little just the opposite of what you're saying. I was selling vacuum cleaners, TriStars, and it's just the other side. It's what happens when you don't get distracted. And I had a sales manager who his big thing was when somebody asks the price, you never evade, you don't push it off, you go right into a closing sequence. So I couldn't imagine, but I, I just did no what I No matter how early in no the, in the appointment early. they asked the price? So I'm on a two-hour presentation. I'm, I'm 15 minutes in, and the guy says, how much is this thing? And I said, well, normally it's X amount, but because of this and that and the other thing, it's this amount right now. And do you think you'd prefer to Oops. take care of that in three installments, or do you want to take care of it all at once? The guy closed. He says, no, I'll just take care of it all at once. And I oh. said, okay, great. I mean, I'm stunned. I'm standing, I'm like, you know, I don't know what to do, because I'm 15 minutes into a two-hour presentation. And well, then I, I stand just, corrected. I, I wasn't there, I, and, and there's likely some other buying signs that were there. Well, I was brand new. I mean, I was still wet behind the ears, but this is what this guy said to do. And I did it, and you know, I didn't, I didn't give him the old push off. I didn't go oh, later, and I'll tell you later. He said the only reason they're asking how much it is is because they're interested in it, and if they're interested in it, then try and close them. And the worst they can say is, "Well, I'm not. Re- well, I don't know about that." And you say, "Okay, well," it, and then move back into your presentation. But, well, I like uh, that. Uh, but he. But said, I usually I said, like to make sure I'm not going to close before I've demonstrated value. But like I said, there must have been some cues there that I'm not aware well, of that were happening. Yeah, he said, as soon as you walked in, boy, great timing. My vacuum went on the fritz yesterday, and I got company coming over tomorrow. Yeah, I, yeah I don't know what. Close right now. I don't know what it was, but man, he bought a two thousand dollar vacuum cleaner sitting, in, and this was back in the nineties. A two thousand dollar vacuum cleaner sitting in his little retirement mobile. Well, I love it, and you know that's village. even why it's a lesson, a better lesson for business owners. People, which of course, we're all, we're all business owners are salespeople, and people that have to sell and market and bring money in than it is for these senators in the Supreme Court instance because the Supreme Court thing is an irrevocable lifetime appointment, whereas buying a vacuum, especially in a door-to-door situation, has an automatic three-day cancellation and likely has some kind of a guarantee or a warranty period. So it's not the last vacuum he's ever going to buy, so he can make a quick decision. But even in the case of a lifetime appointment, Trump is just saying, look, the cards were on the table the day I got elected. On Election Day 2016, Trump was elected and a majority of Republicans were elected in the Senate, which means for the next two years, any Supreme Court vacancy is going to be filled by a conservative guaranteed, and the rest is all charades of we got to go through the process, we got to ask questions, and Trump is like, remember, it's all a charade. The second that whatever justice who's retiring said he retired, immediately all the liberal Democrats came out and said, we're voting against everybody, anyone Trump nominates, and even had signs famously made up, blank is unfit, and then they just filled in the blank when he gave the name, and all the <laughs> conservatives said, we're voting for anyone that Trump nominates, because he right. had a list, and so everyone he nominates is a yes, and everyone he nominates the other side is a no, and since there's more Republicans than Democrats, he's already guaranteed yes. And Trump is like snapping everyone back to like, hey, remember, two years ago this was a done deal. It's over. 
unless this guy is an absolute guaranteed beyond the shadow of a doubt rapist something illegal who knows what and he's not it's a done deal let's get on with it exactly which brings to mind the greatest movie of i was going to say my favorite movie but it happens to be very objectively the greatest movie of all time animal house and the near final scene where they're kicking these punks off campus and they bring them into the disciplinary hearing and dean vernon warmer just says let's just get it over with and interrupts the whole otter speech in defense of why they should not get kicked off gays like that's enough let's just vote and that's what trump is saying that's enough already right. there is no question that this guy is going to be the next supreme court justice quit the whole charade we made it seem as if we're going through a hearing and we're asking questions. but in reality it's all a charade and let's just vote and that's what leadership is all about which is just another lesson but not the focus of this week speaking of the focus of this week we have an advanced tip that we haven't even touched on that is an extremely advantageous and profitable tip for you to implant in your business as always you know what to do you go right to the lessons learned from donaldtrump.com and you absolutely this week get the advanced tip in fact don't even have any hearings don't ask any questions don't have an FBI investigation <laughs> Don't ask for someone to testify. Don't think about it. Don't ask about it. Don't wonder about it. Go right to whether you think about it or not. Just get over and do it. Go to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. Get the advanced tip of the week. We'll see you back here next week with another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump. Make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to lessons learned from donaldtrump.com and join us next time unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.